As Father James said, he only asked me to speak for a few minutes, so I'll do my best to make good on that. And fortunately, this gospel reading is very simple and straightforward, so it doesn't really take a lot of time to dig into it. So that's good news for our time here. Um, but it obviously is very confusing, and I just want to add to that confusion and say uh, that I don't know exactly what Jesus is talking about here. There are scholars who will disagree on if Jesus is talking at this point about what would happen in AD 70 when the temple is destroyed or what would happen at the end of the age. There's a debate and there are good arguments for both sides and I don't know what the answer is. And I'm not gonna tell you what the answer is because I don't know. But in some way, that's a good thing to acknowledge in the season of Advent. Because in the season of Advent, as we're waiting for Christ to come, as we're looking for him to come and set all things right, the natural question of our hearts is how long, O Lord? Are you even there? It's natural to feel confusion and to feel like we don't know what's going on as we're seeing the pain of the world around us and the pain in our lives as we wait for the coming of Christ. And so it's okay if we read things from the Bible and don't know what's going on. When that happens, I think it's helpful to zoom out and say, hey, I don't know what the specifics of this are, but I think this does say some things about who God is. And I just wanna highlight one of those things and then what we can do in response. So like I said, scholars disagree on what Jesus is talking about here. Some might say it's, he's talking about how the temple will be destroyed, which will definitively say that that is no longer where we go to experience the presence of God. We come to God through Christ. That's the end of the age. Others might say it's, it comes way at the end of days. But they agree that whatever Jesus is talking about He's talking not necessarily about the end of the world, but the end of a world order. He's talking about a time when our paradigm will shift and God will be revealed in a new way. And if we read this passage, it's clear that that does not depend on anything that we do. Jesus tells us to be ready. He tells us to be watchful. But he doesn't say, once everyone is ready, then I will come and make things right. Once you get things right, then I will come and finish the job. Just as Jesus came the first time in a way that was, quite frankly, very unexpected and did not depend on how much the nation of Israel had their act together, so in the same way, when he comes again, it won't depend on us doing all of the right things. God's inbreaking work into our lives never depends on us having everything figured out. It is always a work of grace. And because of that, it's unexpected. He talks about how no one knows when the time is. And so that means that even though in your life, even though in your community it might seem like this is the darkest time imaginable and nothing could ever be done because the way that God works is not dependent upon our actions, because it is entirely an act of grace, 
the darkness around us is nothing that can keep God out. And so as we read this passage, we might not know exactly what Jesus is talking about, but we can know that he will come in ways that are unexpected and it will be full of grace. And so he says, because of that, be watchful, be prepared, be mindful. And like I said, this isn't a be prepared so Jesus will come. It's Jesus is coming, so be prepared. And, and here's one thing that I want to help us think about why this matters. As Jesus said, he's coming in an unexpected way, so it's important for us to be prepared. And uh, if I were to place a bet, I would say that probably none of us are going to be alive whenever Jesus comes back, whenever that is or whatever that looks like. It's been at least 2,000 years, might be a bit longer. Um, but even if he doesn't come back in our lifetimes, it's important to be watchful for this very reason. He might not come back or appear in the way where he's talking about right now to ultimately set everything right, but he still is working in our lives, and he's still coming in the daily routines and rhythms of our lives. So as we train ourselves to watch for Jesus, we're not just training ourselves to wait for and hope for his coming at the end of all days. We're also training ourselves to see how he is at work in our daily lives, how he is at work in our unmet longings, how he is at work in the things that we might not expect here and now. And so we can watch with hope because we know that Christ has come and he will come again in ways that are unexpected to set all things right. So please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you that when you see us in this world, you do not think, ick, gross, I can't believe what they're doing, um, but you look upon us with compassion. And Lord, I ask that you would so enkindle hope in our hearts that in the times when we don't know what is going on, in the spaces of our lives where we ask why, O oh Lord, that you would reassure us that you are coming and that it will not depend on us making everything right. And so teach us to watch for you. Jesus, we ask this in your name. Amen.